Welcome to Spiritually Raw. We expose and explore controversial truths, myths, and theories surrounding the spirit world. Guests include investigators, debunkers, and skeptics of the supernatural, unexplained, and flat-out unimaginable. Content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw, and topics quite often are for mature audiences only. This show is not intended to replace any medical, financial, or legal advice, and is for entertainment purposes only. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey, everybody, what's going on? I know you have a show to watch. So let me get real quick into this with you. Okay, so Ascended Masters, you're watching right now, browse, select, ascend. It's very easy to use. All you have to do is scroll down here, you're going to see the different categories, sessions, courses, products, entertainment, books, conscious business growth. All you do is you simply click on the category that's resonating with you or that you're in need of. And you're going to see a video directory of some of the greatest minds out there. And within five to seven minutes, you'll find out who that person is, what their style is, and if they're going to help you on your your journey call life. It's a very easy, very easy formula to follow right here. And also too, if you're one of those who does have a product or service that you think that will be a benefit to others, and you'd like to be on Ascended Masters, our email is in the description below. It's askspirituallyrawgmail.com. We'll set up a time to chat and see how you can make a difference in the world for people. So hope you're enjoying the site, everybody. Thanks for sharing this and much love to you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. We'll see you next time. Hello, everybody. How are you? And welcome to Spiritually Raw. And as always, thank you so much for your energy exchange with us today. We hope you woke to the most miracle morning and are also having the most fortunate day today. Joshua Shapiro is back. Crystal Skull, Joshua Shapiro, nonetheless. <laughs> We're going to be talking about other things though too, but all of his links will be in the description in the website right there, all of his website information, how you can stay connected with him, how you can find out how he can help you on your journey call life. And he's got, really got some cool stuff if you haven't checked it out. His shows are also, his previous show was on spirituallyraw.live. That link will be in there too. It's under the Crystal Skull Awakening and it's under new releases. So if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out. It's awesome. And again, uh, Telegram, all the stuff to stay connected with us all in the description below. So we hope you, and thank you for that. Okay. Thanks for that, everybody. So um, uh, real quick, before we get to that, uh, I just want to mention that Josh was also the author of the Crystal Skull Awakening, Activating Consciousness for the New Earth. He's also, excuse me, he's the author of various books, including Mysteries of the Skulls, Re Crystal Skulls Revealed, and Journeys of Crystal Skull Explorers. Make sure to check him out. Again, the links will be in the description. Welcome back, Josh. Thank you. It's a, a pleasure to be here again. Oh, I feel oh. like I'm with family. So it should be a really great interview for those of you watching. And uh, I'm just excited to see what questions you have for me this time, because, you know, today is a very special day. We're doing this February 22nd, 2022. And there's a lot that's going on in the world right now. Things, some things we know and some things we don't know. So but I think it's it's all moving in a positive direction. And I was on Telegram and I read a message and I believe this is true. I felt it in my being, in my soul. I got excited when I saw it. And what it was, was, it? What the, was it? It was, it's over. The light already won. Oh. All right. So in other words, even though outwardly we may not see everything happening behind the scenes, it's already done. Mm -hmm. And it's like this energy is very important as we move forward. So by the end of the year, We'll have total peace. We'll have amazing things, you know, and this is part of, you know, one of the books that I wrote, one of the free ebooks that's available, you know, messages from artists where I saw the future. I just know we're headed that way. Nothing can take me away from that. And it's going to be glorious and amazing and unbelievable and beyond anything that any of us can imagine. That's how great it's going to be. I love it. And you know what? I couldn't agree anymore. I think that um, despite what you see in the media and despite what you read and hear, take a look at your own life and just enjoy the moment, enjoy the time, live your life to the fullest. And uh, that's when you will experience the best of your life. Just live every day, live every moment as though it's the last, savor every minute of it. You got it. And make I sure that it. you downloaded the show on your app on your phone <laughs> right and also on local tv you need a little boost you need, you need a little boost. boost and you need to feel what josh just did for us right now that energy that just came through all right josh like just how families talk at dinner table let's get into conversation are we in a computer simulation from your opinion uh i would say yes and i'll tell you the reasons why i believe this so uh i'm talking to you from just south of atlanta 
But before we lived in Atlanta, we were in Seattle. So my wife, Katrina, she came here to visit family. And there was this one day where I just went on YouTube and I just kept finding these amazing videos. So from watching these videos, I came to the conclusion, yes, we are in a computer simulation. So here are some ideas about why I think that's true. So number one, and I can't remember the name of the scientist. It's in my free ebook that's about computer simulation. I think it was like green or something. He was speaking at a conference about quantum computers. I watched this video and he says, I, wa I was able to look at the fabric of uh, physical existence and I found binary code there. Mm. Okay, now our, all our computers, what we're using today, so we can have this conversation is using binary code. Mm -hmm. But he found within the fabric of physicality that that binary code was there. Another thing that they talked about at this conference that led me to believe it, and then I'm going to get into an experience that I had, which also is connected to this. Um, they were saying that if you go out like into space or you, you try to understand the, the universe we're in, it should be infinite, but it's finite. It's finite. Okay. So if something is finite, it has to be a simulation. It should be infinite because the creator we know as people who are following a spiritual path, right, should be infinite. We, we can't even imagine creator is so infinite. But our reality, according to the scientists, when they go out and start measuring it, is finite. So these were like two little keys that brought me to it. Now, my personal experience has to do with uh, this door that's in Peru. It's called Amaru Maru, but it has another name, uh, which I can't remember what it was, because uh, the, the man who basically started writing books about it and publicly started talking about it his company uh, led us uh, when we went on a spiritual tour to Peru, to the southern part of Peru. And we specifically said, we want to go to Amaru Maru, this gigantic stone door that's um, in the southern part of Peru. It's by Lake Titicaca. It's just north of Bolivia. It is an amazing door. I mean, if you look at it, you could ask a question like you do with like pyramids or some Is it like you know, a stargate door or like yes exactly I think exactly I TV. yeah that's really cool. yeah you've like? been there it looks like a stargate it it's does? got a little yeah. tiny door on the bottom and then a right. huge okay. door above it yeah okay huh. so while we were there people were taking pictures and somebody saw a picture of some kind of beam of light before, uh, while I was doing my meditation, okay, I was meditating with Portal to Luz, one of my crystal skulls, and I was singing out loud, okay, I have a song that I've written, I know I've been a musician in the past, and so I have the crystal skull theme song, which I've sang at conferences, and I always sing this song, it, it's like, can you give if, us like a line or two? Uh, there are lights in the sky that remind me of Christmas, they signal in a new age. So that's how it starts. Right. But at the end, it sings about the one family. And there's just this melody that came to me. And it's like uh, I had a Siberian a shamanist who was into voice at a Dutch Crystal Skull conference where I sang this and I totally let go. And that's mm. the whole key with your creativity. When you let go, that's when creator really comes through you powerfully. And she said, that was really amazing what you did. What? what you were singing, the melody and everything. So that was a high compliment. Plus I got everyone at the conference to sing with me. You did. That, that's like one of the most special experiences I've ever had. Oh, so I want to say, I want to frame this. So let's, uh, while we're doing the show, let's get let's get you into that group. Maybe you can sing us a couple of, you know, give us some of that energy that you did at the conference. I think it already is. Well, I just gave the, the first line, but I, I can't sing without my guitar. It's very uh. difficult for me. You know, I play guitar when I play, there are lights in the sky, then I can go. But if I don't have the guitar, it's really hard for me to do it. You know, every musician is different. Anyway, getting back to that door. So I'm singing my song. Everybody's singing with me. And there were a couple of strange things that happened from it. So first thing that happened is I dropped Portal de Luz. And there was a little crack that appeared in the back of him. Oh my that God. That crack's not there, but it disappeared. So 
I think this was meant to happen because there was an energy when I dropped him, which represented the crack that got embedded inside of him. Okay. And then the next thing that happened to me after this, and then I'll tell you what the local people say about this door is um, about 10 years later, I start hearing voices of people talking behind this door because there's a person uh, I knew I was going to forget his name. Um, There was another person who went to this door. He spoke to shaman. I can't remember his name, but I think it's in the book. And the shaman said, if you do this tone, you'll go through the door. That's what and I he heard. Went, and he went through this door. Right. I've so this is what that. he saw. So he sees. Now, this is important because it could explain how we are in a simulation. Okay. Yeah. Because this is the answer he got. So he goes through the door. His wife sees him disappear. Okay. And he's looking at this huge construct in front of him. He doesn't know what it is. Then a voice says, hey, you, what are you doing there? You don't belong there. Okay, because it's one of the scientists who explains to him, you see that construct in front of you? That's your universe that you came through. We created it so we could study about our universe, but we didn't put any life into it and life just appeared out of nowhere. So that's what he was told about. So mm-hmm. I believe our Maru Maru is one of the stargates, mm-hmm. or they call it the gate of the gods, if mm-hmm. I could remember how to say it in the, the language of the people that live there. Um, and they have, and the people that live there have actually seen tall hooded people walking through the right. door, like coming through to see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tall. Right. So these are some of my clues about the possibility that we could be in in a simulation. But it doesn't matter if we are or not, because really this simulation or a real reality, they're all the same. It's an opportunity for the soul to have certain type of experiences, Mm -hmm. okay? So it happens that this is a classroom within Creator's Infinite Universe, and it happens to be one of the more difficult ones, Mm -hmm. okay? But like we said at the beginning, we're going from the dark into the light. It's absolute. It's going on. It's happening right now. Amazing things are going to be revealed. Uh, President Trump supposedly, if I understand correctly, he just came out with truth. What is it called? His uh, social media. Right. And he's going to do a talk tonight, I think, on Telegram. I, saw. I tried to get on it yesterday and I made it all the way through. But when, uh, you know, they, they have to text you a passcode, it, lo- it got all locked up. So, right. So a lot of people registered, but they couldn't sign in. So it's yeah. going to take a little while to get it going. But I think that's significant. And I have no idea what he's going to say. I mean, he's been telling us the truth, but there's the higher level of truth of what's going on behind the scenes. Like what Gene Decode talks with you guys about. He knows all that stuff. So we're waiting for him to confirm some of that. So maybe that's what he'll do. I don't know. But something major. Well, I'll find out. Um, All right. Right. So with that theory then, so um, who's watching us? And are we being, is the moon uh, like a a base of sorts? No, No? it's a self-illuminated light. It's a self-illuminated light. Self-illuminated light. Now this comes from the flat earth uh, theories. Okay. Okay. That the moon is underneath the dome, which is about 70 some miles over the Earth's surface. Which that makes sense. And the sun also is a self illuminated light. Now, in my free ebook, I have a link to a special video, which is on our Rumble channel, okay, which shows purportedly a Mason talking in English, but being translated either into Russian or Bulgarian, where he says, that the black sun, which is the sun that is rotating underneath the underneath part of the Earth's surface, is sending out energy beams bouncing off the dome. And that is what's creating the sun and the moon, the light we see in the sky. So I thought I would throw that out. There's a a black sun that's underneath the, the, okay, so if if we visualize ourselves in like that whole, like a snowball, uh, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. thing where you shake okay. the snow and it yeah. does the snow. Yeah, that thing, right? And then there's a, a globe, black. A snow globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then no, a- the way the way you would have to visualize it if you follow flat Earth is Antarctica is at the outer circle. 
Okay. Yeah. That's why they don't want anybody going there. They don't want you to see the dome and they don't want you to know about what's in Antarctica. Mm -hmm. And then you have within that circle, you have all the continents of the earth and it's flat. And on the underneath part of that flat surface is another surface where there are other people because gravity doesn't work the way they tell us gravity works. And the black sun is rotating underneath that. So you think mm -hmm. on Antarctica, you could see the, what, what kind of technology, if you were in Antarctica from your research right now, would you think that you would need to see the evidence of a flat earth? You could see it with your eyes. You, you could see, see it with dome. your eyes. Yeah, for example, there was another video I saw, which I have on Rumble, where the ship went in the early 1900s to Antarctica. And you can see it was black and white, but they tried to colorize it. And you can see like the sky blue color um, barrier behind the mountains in Antarctica. So that would be the dome. If there's a dome that's totally covering, you know, the whole earth, which is what I believe, then you could actually see part of that dome because it would be coming down by the, by the edge of the earth, which is Antarctica. So that's how, that's how that works. Well, so I'm, th I'm throwing out things I cannot prove, but I have these videos and things which people can look at. Yeah. It makes for cool conversation. And, and, and also too, there are problems with what we learn. Like, you know, I'm like everyone else. I learned about we were on a round planet and everything. And up until last year, that's what I believed. But I said, well, you know, so many people believe in flat earth. There's gotta be something. And once I started studying it, then it went crazy. Now, this is this was the first thing I saw, which is very simple, makes perfect sense. And if you really get it, then you'll go, how stupid could I be that the earth could be round instead of flat? OK, yep. so there was a man named Samuel Rothbotham, and I think it was in the 1830s. He did this measurement. He went to this channel that was straight for six miles and he used a telescope and he had his friend go down six miles with a flag on his boat so mm -hmm. he could see it. Now, if the earth is round, it would be 25,000 um, miles in circumference. And there is a specific formula that determines how the, the, how the circular part of the earth blocks what you could see in the horizon. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? In other words, if the earth is circular, mm -hmm. that circular part of the world is gonna block you from seeing in a far distance right. you know, what you can see. Mm -hmm. So he said, the formula is for every mile that you travel away from your starting point that you're looking at, mm -hmm. eight inches of curvature will be squared. So if he went six miles, mm -hmm. it would be eight inches times six squared, which is 36 or 288, 288 inches, I believe is 24 feet, okay? So he, so would, have, is, he would have seen a 24 feet curvature? Of yeah, course. there would have been a 24 feet curvature. So he should not have been able to see in the telescope. He was right in the water, directly level with it. He should not have been able to see his friend. He saw his friend straight on, straight okay. on. Now you can do that with the, with the cameras we have that have like 30 zoom or 50 zoom. Mm -hmm. If you go to the ocean and you look at a boat that's 20 miles away, you should not be able to see it due to the curvature of the earth. You'll see it straight on, perfect. Yeah, you will, I mean. Right, yeah. so the earth cannot be round. From uh, that simple simple calculation and measurement. All right, let me ask you this. The, 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 what do you know about this then? The astronauts, the people that apparently go into outer space. Uh, what kind of, how do you keep their mouth shut? I mean, as many astronauts that have been out there this long, someone- or just everybody in NASA. Everybody in NASA. Someone has got to have- Spill the beans? Yeah, I'm you hear about to like this alternative channel, but oh, I, you know, I can't you... imagine that they literally have completely, everybody that's ever been through that, that type of system has completely been, you know, Hoodwinked? Well, not just hoodwinked, or but, yeah, well, or whatever, or, you know. Right, well, I know, I understand this argument, okay, because there's so many people, and so many people connected to educational systems and everything. How could we have been totally fooled by all of them, okay? So this, this is what I, I'm trying to think of, you know, what I've seen and what I know that possibly could help with it. There is a person and I have, it, I have him in my book. I found some graphics where he made comments. 
who was doing the drawings of the earth. In other words, this the computer graphic drawings of the earth to make it look like a globe. Yes. He said, they hired me to do that. I did that. And yeah, the world is not that. this way. Right. So uh, to answer this question in the videos, what they do, what they did is there was a conference, I remember, where they were talking about astronauts and somebody in the audience asked this question and said, you know, I watched your astronauts in outer space and I see air bubbles around them. How is this possible? Mm -hmm. Because space is a vacuum. Mm -hmm. So there should be no air bubbles. Mm -hmm. So what they, what they understand is, and this may be a clue to answer your question, is they put the astronauts underwater and film them this way. So it looks like, you know, they're floating around okay. and they're in space. And the other possibility is using CGI as the background, you know, put a picture of the earth, all the computer graph, and then fit this person, you know, like on wires floating in front of that. Or they maybe went, in, if you said it's 70 feet, right? Or 70 miles, yeah, 70 maybe they went, Maybe they went 65 miles and didn't go to the top and hit the dome. And then maybe they still believe. No, it, it doesn't work that way. There's no, no vacuum up there. There's no vacuum. So when they put a satellite up, okay, they have to use a, a helium balloon because there is no vacuum of space above us. They have to, oh, so, 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 the, so the balloon basically buffers it from just crushing the satellite? No, no, to keep it up there, they can use oh, a helium right, balloon. Right, I got you, I got you. Okay. Of a balloon. Yes, and it will stay up there for quite a while, too. So this is, now, again, oh. when we talk about these things for your listeners, I know I'm going to be challenging some people on this, okay? But if you go the other way, in other words, instead of geocentric, which is flat earth, you go heliocentric, you're going to find there are a lot of mistakes in what we were taught about mm -hmm. how things work. Like, let's take gravity as an example on the other side. So gravity is supposed to hold the planets so that they circle the sun, right? Mm -hmm. And the moon is doing the same thing. But this doesn't make any sense because if gravity is holding us down to the earth, then and, and it's based on a, a larger mass pulling us. The earth is a larger mass than the moon. The moon should fall into the earth. The earth should be pulling the moon into itself or the sun should be pulling all the planets into it or throwing them off. So we have two different definitions of gravity that don't seem to work. So what I'm saying is if you, you come into it with an open mind, Okay, mm -hmm. and you look at the material which the flat earth people, those who are really seriously doing a lot more research than I am, you just go, there's in, too many inconsistencies here. There's a lot. And, and right, so let's, let's talk well, about remember the one thing, this always stuck in my mind. The one thing that Jason Hughes said is so simplistic. He goes, Yeah, how, how can you have four, four corners of the earth, like how it is interpreted in the Bible, the four corners of the earth on a sphere? Yeah. It doesn't even make logical sense. Right. And plus, some people say in the Bible, they never talk about a round planet, but they're referring to things about flat Earth, like uh, the dome. They oh, talk yeah, about sure. they talk about the dome. They the talk firmament. about the, the firmament. firmament. Right. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, they they call it the firmament. So some people say the dome is the firmament. I'm, I'm not sure I agree with that. I think the firmament is more of the sky and the dome is something else because in the Bible, it talks about the waters above and the waters below. Mm -hmm. So let me water... ask... go ahead. No, let me ask you this, Josh. Uh, so then, then other life forms. Then, so if we're in this dome, right? So you know, just uh, now, now this is a this is the best question you could have asked. I already <laughs> knew you were gonna. gonna I knew right you were gonna ask me this question. <laughs> you set I'm me prepared. up, man. You set me up. Damn it. Okay. Yes, I set you up. So listen to this. Okay. So I interviewed my friend who channeled a Pleiadian named Heltor. Heltor. Okay? Heltor. And the Pleiadians are the ones that are going to help us first. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is what I keep getting all the time. We'll be the, because they're, they're similar in form to us, even though they're more highly evolved and more spiritual, but yeah. we can relate to them. You know, right. they've helped us a lot. So Heltor, I said, Heltor. Is the earth like this? Yes, absolutely. Not only is your earth like this, but our world is the same. 
We this have is the Pleiadian guys. Too. This is the Pleiadian right. thing that's got it. Right, the Pleiadian thing. So what might be happening, consider this. So you have a world with a dome, and then you have the next world next to it with the same with a dome. And instead of outer space as a vacuum, you have fluidic space, like they showed us in Star Trek, when one of the Star Trek series, Star Trek Voyager. They had these aliens that came from fluidic space. So there's a possibility that all these, you know, it's like uh, you were saying, you know, like for Christmas, you know, you have in a, in a, in a, uh, I can't think, a glass, you know, with snow and everything. Yeah, yeah, so you got all these so different, yeah. all these different ones next to each other. Yeah. Okay. Now, Heltor said, I said, Heltor, how do you come here then? If we have this dome, how do you get here? So Heltor said, well, there are dimensional portals, are there not? Yes, we come through the portals. And we use the power of our minds and create our ships. So you think, you know, it makes sense when we come and we're in a ship, it makes sense. You can understand us. Mm -hmm. okay? But then there was another lady from Germany I interviewed because I thought, you know, if I talk to these mediums or channels for the galactics, I call them the galactic, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to say something about this. All right. I'm not crazy that there's something to this. And she said she was from the Pleiadians. And it sounded like it was the same sun or same system as Heltor. And she said they had codes that they could go through the barrier, which I assume meant the dome. And when I asked her about the dome, she said, yes, I understand what you're talking about. So they have these codes that they can go through this mm -hmm. dome because the dome has to be electromagnetic in nature, or I can't remember because of my I just went through my memory has been affected. There's another type of energy we have here, which is very powerful. Uh, and I can't think of it starts with an A. Um, you know, it's like this dome is impenetrable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, if you look in the 1960s, why the heck were they sending up all these nuclear missiles into the sky? They were trying to get through the dome. And well, they it's, failed. It's interesting that you say that because we live very close to the space center, like very close. We see, we, we see, we see them going off all the time, and they never, ever, ever go straight up. They go this way, and then they immediately make a turn, and they come right back down. They come right back down because they can't penetrate the dome. Right. I mean, that, it's so obvious. Now, this is a very disappointing time. thing for me because I love Star Trek. I love going into outer space and the whole thing. And it may not work this way, okay? Not just for us, but for the other beings too. Now, there's one other thing. There are other beings that live on our earth that could be part of our earth, but are in other domes that are beyond the dome we're in. I in the, say that, say you that understand again. what I'm saying here? Say yeah, break, say, break it down one say more that, time. Say though. that one more time. Okay, say so we have, one more time. okay, listen to this, listen to this. I believe this is true too. How many of these, I don't know. So we have our earth with a dome, right? Oh, but yeah. then outside of our earth with a dome is another dome with oh, more land. Yes. And it's outside of there could be a third dome. Right. Like but the it's Russian all, doll, right? Like right, the but it's doll? all part of the earth. Oh. Now there's a book called The Iron oh, Republic. There's a book called The Iron Republic. I have all this stuff in my free ebook. It's amazing. I found it all. I put it all in there. Oh. The Iron Republic came out in the early 1900s. What it was, was the ship that went to Antarctica. And normally you can't get past the ice circle. He went beyond it and he came to another land called the Iron Republic. How did he do that? Well, I don't know. They probably let him in or something. Maybe the, those people let him in. And these people were very peaceful. They were more technologically advanced and they knew everything about our earth all our continents and everything. And uh, he said he met some people there that were from our earth that decided to stay there. Okay. Uh, so, so they, they moved, they, they moved to the, they moved to the other part. Are, like, they, yeah. are they more advanced than us? Well, it's when I was reading what he was writing, it sounded like they were very similar to us, but they had maybe 50, hundred years technology advance on us. And they knew how, and they had a different way in which they lived and how they related, but it was all done very peacefully. What was your question, Jay? So, okay, let, uh, using that using that theory about the other um, 
the the other life forces possibly in the dome and then the dome above the dome and dome above. But those, similarly, what about below or in the middle? Is there anything in the middle, like a Middle Earth's uh, people? Well, well, underground, there? underground, there are are people living there. There are people living there. Now, would we describe them as people, Josh, like us people? You know, well, there's three things I've heard about underground. So there's Atlanteans, descendants from Atlant Atlantis who have cities underground, descendants of Lemuria who have cities underground. And then we have the hollow earth, which is a different idea. It still thinks we're around earth, but you know, the earth is hollow and on the inner surface, there are uh, advanced people, very tall people that live there purportedly. Admiral Byrd had contact with them when he went inside. So as the, the thing I know is, in the flat earth, they talk about an opening at the North Pole and Admiral Byrd talked about going through an opening at the North Pole. So mm -hmm. what I'm thinking is the possibility that we have people living on the surface, the flat surface of the earth, people underground, mm -hmm. okay? And we have people on the underside surface. These mm -hmm. are different levels of people. Mm -hmm. And some people have gone inside the earth and said that they've met, you know, um, a very spiritual advanced people. And so this is one of the reasons why I believe because these advanced people live inside the earth, that the earth can never be destroyed because they will not allow it. It's because their home too. Would it's their be, home too. Would they be the watchers? No, I think they're um, probably either advanced civilizations that lived in the past and they just went underground. So how does this, how does this then, if you take uh, conceptually, okay. how does this then, uh, has this changed your theory? Because you said about a year ago, your mind changed on a lot of how we look at this. Has your, has your, uh, Josh, um, okay, has your view of the concept of God changed? No, no, at not all, at all. With this whole flat earth theory at all? Not at all. Not at all. It, it enhanced it more because it means, and it, when we talk about flat earth and, and all the things connected to it, which is a lot, and very high energies and the electromagnetic frequencies that are here. It tells me that a very advanced being or creator made this, mm -hmm. okay? This is not simple stuff, okay? Yeah. And a lot of flat earth people think that the, the people who have taught us this false idea of living on a globe and, and all these ideas are more, how can I say this in a nice way? from coming more from a dark side of control and the people like you know from the bible with the uh, the dome and and the heavens and and all of this believe that it's more from god so this so, is a division they have between the two um let me ask you this okay so i can see a lot of relevance to why the flat earth theory does make sense because we have been lied to about everything that's yes. the starters yes but why would they want you to believe that it's flat as opposed to round what they are want they us to believe it's round not flat I'm, my apologies what what why why would they want us to believe it's round as opposed to flat what are they hoping to gain by us believing that we live in a sphere not a flat I, surface i'm not those people so i can't give you their answer i can only give you one answer that i heard from someone that made sense to me is that they said from the perspective of having solar systems which is what this is questioning are there solar systems or is you know all worlds self-contained and they're all next to each other um Again, it seems to come down to the concept of God that they want to limit us more by being in, you know, a round globe that's more limited. So we don't think so much of God and the infiniteness of things. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, but I, I can't. Right. <laughs> I but I, I thought of a different way to hoodwink <laughs> us than all right. Right. Go. So, but it, to me, the bottom line is whether we live on a globe or this flat earth, it doesn't make any difference. The world as we know it exists. We are familiar with how things work here and so on. But the, the major challenges, just like you said, and the same thing when we talked briefly on Tartaria before, is we've been lied to about so many different things. And this is where the spiritual people, I think, are going to come in 
that we're going to be needed is to help so many people are going to be in shock when the truth comes out about who we are, the true nature of our world, how amazing it is, our connection with all these other intelligent beings. I mean, we haven't been isolated. They've been with us always, you know, so whether they're living so, on the ground or coming through portals, they're visiting us. Yeah. So we've for sure. We how um just grabbing this. We have been taught to, okay, out there is another race. Out there is another this. Out there is another that. Out there is another this. Out there are the celestial heavenly beings. Well, what you're saying is it's just in here. Because from the spiritual perspective, there is no time and space. So we are all one family. Mm -hmm. You see, and they don't want you to believe in that. They want you to follow what they want to teach you and they want you to believe them and that they have the answers, but they don't have any of the answers. Do you ever wonder why Almighty God, who is the creator of all things, just doesn't be like, you know what? Let's just, yeah, he told me and not put the, you know, let everybody be, you know what I mean? Because people do talk about the whole duality thing or whatever. Right. He told me, what did he tell you? He told me, I want to experience every conceivable possibility that there is. So I give free will to my creation. And some of my creation is going to decide to, to live in the light and peace and harmony and love and honor and respect. And some is going to decide, hey, I don't want to look at creator's reality. I want to create my own reality and I want it all to be for me. So the soul gets the opportunity to choose what experience. And in the book, uh, gosh, I can't remember the name of it. This is so bad when you start getting older. Uh, was a UFO book, uh, Secrets of Ra or something like that. And what they said is, whether you follow the path of light or the path of darkness is the same because everything is one thing, okay? So light or dark is still part of the one. So you get to choose which way do you want to experience life. So that that's the only thing that made sense to me. Now, for us as human beings, it doesn't make sense. Why would somebody want to live with evil and darkness and, you know, have demons control them and people control them? But, you know, um, Mother Earth, I guess, who's a being said, look, I'm going to allow different beings to come here to experience different things. But now time's up. Now we're going into into the light universe and, you know, but what will happen to the people who are following the dark path? There's probably another earth like this that's being prepared for them so they can continue because creator loves all of us and has, you know, infinite patience. So even if they leave here, they will still have more opportunities to grow and learn and, you know, and if they have to repeat the same experiences, well, the earth is not going to support that anymore. But there may be a new planet being created for that is one idea I think that has possibility. Mm-hmm. Well, anything is possible, um, really. And whatever whatever your mind believes, it can conceive. Right, anything. And so. that's what I what I understand is what you you cannot imagine anything unless it already exists somewhere. That's exactly. what I heard. That's pretty okay. Yeah, no, that, exactly. That's I agree with that. You All right. So I'm imagining yeah. the earth. I'm imagining the earth total peaceful we're dancing and singing in the street but a lot of this comes from those experiences i wrote about in my free ebook called messages from arges which is who i will become in the future so you're going to ask me about those experiences now i think yes i am now (laughs) okay i'm just letting the energy move us how we go with this no you are you're a great director man i love it (laughs) well you know, it's very, it's very easy for me to just sit here and listen and whisper. Okay, time for Argus. Talk about that. Talk about that. Okay, so the first experience I had was when I was living in Las Vegas, kind of all places. I was trying to create a nonprofit center there and uh, with the Crystal Skulls. And I'm walking down a main street, and their main streets, you can go like 50, 60 miles an hour. And I'm going to McDonald's to eat lunch and I hear a loud screech behind me. And the next thing I know, I lose total consciousness. Then I wake up two days later and I'm in a hospital and I'm strapped down. So it, so what it means is I probably wasn't there and the wandering souls came in my body and start doing weird shit. Excuse mm. me, weird stuff. 
You can say it's it. Just, I was trying to be funny, but it's not funny. And um, then the third day I came back and I remember the doctor saying, do you remember the truck that hit you? And I go, what the heck is he talking about? Oh, wow. So this is my understanding of what happened to me here. And, th and this is where I went when I was gone for three days in coma because I was in a coma. Yeah. And I agreed to this before I was born, too, I figured out. Um, so the van strikes me, and I have a memory of being on board a spaceship. So mm -hmm. I think they take my light body, and I go on the spacecraft, and I'm going to attend a meeting that's on the inner dimensions, okay? But this is a meeting that has to do with our world and what's going to be going on. So when I I only get to... I can't remember most of it. They blanked it from my memory, but the images I see. So when I'm in the meeting, there's, it's like, you know, the movie Star Wars where Princess Amidala has this problem and all the beings from all over the universe are there listening. It's like that. There are beings from all over the place. There are other people from earth that are there too. And I think I'm there because they're talking about how can we help our brothers and sisters on the earth? Mm -hmm. What can we do? But they can't decide because they've got to get feedback from those of us that live here. Mm -hmm. So apparently I volunteered to be there to give this feedback. So in other words, I saw everything that they're going that they were planning to do. Hmm. But then when I when I was getting ready to come back from this, I saw a dark door in front of me. And there's this man who I know somehow. And I'm begging him, please let me remember what you showed me. I got to tell everybody they'll be so excited. No, I'm sorry. You're not allowed to remember. However, there is one thing. When things start coming up, you'll know what's true. And you'll have to be satisfied with that. So then we come to the end of 2000. And we have COVID-19 and they start giving us all these numbers of people. What liars. I knew immediately that that was not true. Okay. That was the biggest lie ever. And when they start talking about, you know, the backs or whatever, I know all of this is lies. Okay. But as they keep saying, a lot of people had to go through these experiences because they would not believe the truth that's getting ready to be revealed. Okay. Ready to be they, right. And there are little bits and pieces coming out. I mean, Durham now for sure. We know that this Russia thing with Trump was a total hoax. We have all the information. And then we have what the truckers are doing in different countries like Canada. So it's the pieces are starting to come out. But if yeah. you want the pieces, you go on Telegram. That's the best place. Mm -hmm. So it's like every day I have to get my Telegram fix. I have certain <laughs> channels. And I read them, so I have some idea of what may be going on. And they're telling you the light and the dark on there. They're telling Wait, you what channels do you like to listen to on Telegram? Oh, can I remember them? Um, Any particular? I have to email you because I can't remember the names. Hey, right? I want to ask you this then. Uh, so, so you referred to Earth as Mother Earth, right? So the feminine aspect of Earth. Yes. How, like, what what is your thought process that has you call it? where we live, where we reside, Mother Earth, and not, let's say, Father Earth. What is your thought process behind that? Well, because we're birthed on the Earth. And, you know, if you look at all the indigenous cultures, they always talk about Earth as the mother. Mm -hmm. So everything comes from the mother, and the father is the son. So it's those two energies. And if you look at many of these, again, indigenous cultures, like when I was in Peru, they have the pyramid of the sun and the pyramid of the moon. So they're talking about masculine energy, feminine energy. Okay. So it's not the earth, it's the moon. But I believe Mother Earth is, you know, we've born here. Our physical essence comes from the mother. So that's why I think Mother Earth is, is a good thing. So I think I finished on my experience at the meeting. Okay. So that's why I know for a fact, for sure, everything is going to go peacefully. The second experience comes into Argus, which is what my name will become in the future. He is my future self in 2037 to 2040 is what he tells me. So basically what Argus is saying to me right now to tell your listeners, we're here in 2022. When 2037 to 2040 comes, everything is completely done. The children at that time will not believe us when we talk about the experiences that we had on the earth prior to the golden age manifest. No, come on. It can't be. 
2037 to 2040. So we need yeah. about another 15 years. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not right. bad. And the reason for the 15 year period is we have a lot of new technologies that are going to be coming in and we need time. I mean, I'm computer literate. So when the new computer systems come and the new banking system come, I'll be right on it and figure it out very quickly. But most other people, it's going to take a period of time. So yeah. whoever's planning to ease these things in, it's going to take about 15 years till we have everything working together perfectly harmoniously. We'll be walking the street and R just shows me from his mind's view, we have our galactic brothers and sisters walking with us. And, you know, it's a totally normal thing. Nothing strange about it whatsoever. And the community community it won't be city it'll be a community the people in the community will be your extended family and all the adults will be parents to all the children we will right we'll have contact with our galactic brothers we'll be able to visit with them they're going to come teach us amazing stuff so it's going to be basically paradise or utopia there so was your just in 15 years yes your just in 15 years i yes. wonder if i wonder if we um I'm not being funny here, but I'm wondering if um, we speed it up for you if we start calling you Argus now and we start referring to you as Argus. Do we give you energy that way? Do we help? Do we help you create? That I understand, I understand the question, but when you say it to me, it doesn't feel right. So it's not the right timing. Joshua is the name I'm supposed to use for now. Okay, so that makes Joshua sense. I don't know when Argus will when Argus become. Yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be closer to 2037 because we will have a lot of work to do between now and then. Right. And a lot of a lot of things to build, educate people. We have a lot of people who are ill because of what the other side has been doing. And um, they're going to be using the med beds and all the new technologies that we're going to have for that. So it's going to take a period of time for us to go through this. To me, what's going to be the most remarkable is what will be the key moment or key event catalyst that from then on, it's just totally amazing. Well, what is that? What do you think? Daddy? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. We can only guess it. Um, hey, I, I want to ask you, uh, Argus, again, is Argus going to be a walk-in of you of sorts or is it going to actually be, you know what I mean? Is it going to be a walk-in, uh, another soul? No, that no takes he's it? myself in the future. Mm -hmm. You see, the only way we can understand this how is, how is it possible? I'm like, he's right here. I'm talking to him. Um, is that time and space doesn't exist on the spiritual level. Okay. So like, for example, a lot of times I think about like, you know, I know I was in the civil war. It's obvious when I was a young boy, my father was buying me all these soldiers and I, I knew so much about it and I never studied it. Mm -hmm. So I can remember right now, some aspects of that lifetime. I can remember some aspects when I was a musician in Germany. Okay. Do, you, do you think that we're going to all have an Argus experience in 15 years or so? Do you think that's going to be, uh, you know, something that just happens in 15 years? Like something opens up where we all experience a different version of ourselves, like your experience Argus, or is that unique to you and maybe certain others throughout the world? Planet? I think, Jay, only you would ask a question like this. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> You were the one telling well, me questions to ask before. Well, I, well, it's okay. I was just making a joke. Um, well, the the situation is if if you will be in twenty thirty seven to twenty forty, because not all, not everyone is going to stay that long. Make it you know, that some, long. Yeah. yeah. You know, some people are passing away and they decide they want to go somewhere else, or they they're done with whatever they came here or whatever. But if you get to that point then you know you will become that future self that you are now whether you're you, onto something you, with that you might i right. think you are too and yeah, i think that makes, help. I, I i can resonate with what that for sure and i and i can i can see we will have grown so much spiritually mentally physically well, there's that and then there's the there's almost like a level of excitement anticipation you know what i mean like when i grow up i get to be Argus. you know what i mean or something. right but you know but I mean? this is know. what this is what Argus says to me you both and anyone listening if you're working with your spiritual gifts and you open up your imagination, because that's what I have to do in order to accept this mm -hmm. relationship, yeah. and you can see your future, you can see the future through your first future self. Right. You I, may I, get I, an I, I, Yes. Yeah. I, so, so that's doing the same thing. You're talking to your future self. It's mm -hmm. just that Argus 
came forward and said, I have to write about him. Right. Okay. So, and he said, and I asked him when he first came, I said, who are you? He said, I'm your guide, but I'm also who you will be in the future. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't understand that. How can you be speaking to me? And he said, because there is no time and space. He said, but also I cannot tell you what's going to happen to you from now till then, because then you won't become me. Right, right. Because right. then you'll change the you'll change the I could change the timeline. Yeah, you could change I got it. Gotcha. Right. So when I make a decision, I'm not asking him, well, what right. decision did you make already? No, I'm oh, going, you know, I'm going with uh well That's something I would do. Yeah, That's exactly no, what I no, would do. No, I wouldn't do that. I'm I going with what I'm hearing and listening and what I'm feeling. Like I'm going to give a, I'm going to give a tip, but I'm not a financial person. Okay. okay. Yet this is what spirit told me. And, and I talk to people about it. a lot of people are wondering about uh, cryptocurrencies, mm -hmm. you know, are, are they going to go away or are they going to stay in the future? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the information that I have about this, but it's up to you to decide what to do. And I'm going to recommend two cryptocurrencies to look at because every time I get extra money, I buy those. Okay. okay. And, <laughs> and this could be important because it might give you some extra resources to do your spiritual work because one of them they're saying might go from 80 cents where it is now to 10,000 or 50,000. Okay. So most of them are going to disappear like Bitcoin because mm -hmm. they weren't developed for the right reason. Mm -hmm. But there are going to be a few of the cryptocurrencies that are going to be back, like the new currencies they're talking about. the um, what is it called? The U.S. note instead mm -hmm. of dollar, mm -hmm. which I've seen pictures of those. They're going to be backed by precious metal. Mm -hmm. Ripple XRP is one of them that a lot of people are going crazy over. And the SEC was fighting with that company and they lost. Mm -hmm. So big things are supposed to happen with Ripple XRP. Is that the, is that the at 80 cents with the possibility of going to 10,000 coin you were just referring to? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Okay, that's what I've heard. I can't prove any of them. The other one I like is called Stellar, which is XLM. Okay, both of these are going to be backed by precious metals, and they're going to have a, a purpose to help with our new financial system. Mm -hmm. So if anyone is looking at now, the problem with XRP in the United States because of the SEC, um, they, I had a problem because Coinbase was the main company I dealt with and they stopped selling it. So I had to go to a company in England called Uphold. Mm -hmm. And I finally figured out how it works and it's going very well. And, and I'll be buying some more of X, XRP very soon. See, because I don't know when everything's going to break and yeah. then these currencies these cryptocurrencies will be good. Now, the other key is you do not want to store this on online wallets. It's called cold storage. You need to find a way, whether it's a, a stick or mm -hmm. I have a system called Exodus, I, I believe it's called, yeah. where it's, it's offline. So mm -hmm. you don't, because if the internet goes down, that's what they're saying, it's going to get replaced, then everything could disappear that's online. So mm -hmm. keep it on cold storage. Cold. So I don't know why I, I had to talk about this today, but I wanted to, to offer something that maybe may be valuable for my brothers and sisters that they could use. Now, of course, you can talk to me uh, offline after the show if you have questions about this. But probably if you don't already know how to buy and sell crypto, it's going to be difficult to learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's a learning because you know, it's a little bit complicated. It's a lot complicated. It is a little bit there. <laughs> All right, uh, Joshua Shapiro. Thank uh, you so much. Yeah, so good to see you again. It really is, and yes. I and I, and I really um, I appreciate your service, your your dedication. You go through life that you that your your open heartedness to commit to just helping us out, your brothers mm -hmm. and sisters. I feel that from your authentic self, so my friend. You really are. You're a really, you're a really great guy. Everybody, get his free ebook. Um, all the links to the descriptions will be below. Check out the crystal skulls. Six free ebooks we got for you guys if you want them. Wonderful. Crystal skulls, Tartaria, Flat Earth, a message from Argus. Uh, I did a book after I talked to Gene Decode about what's really going on behind the scenes, and then uh, what was the other one? Oh yeah, the computer simulation. Computer simulation. <laughs> I got you. I got so, you. 
I have, I'm writing is what I came here to do. And I, I don't need necessarily to be uh, supported by the, the writings because we have other things coming in. Yeah, I got and I got and once the new world starts, money no longer will be an issue. Well, you're a great guy. It's always good to see you. And we hope to see you again. And, uh, you know, again, thanks for your energy with us today. Much love, my brother. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you everybody, as always, for hanging out with us, as you always do. It's very cool to hang out with you also. And we will see you next time. And together we are turning the universal key to global harmony and creating a unified world. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Many blessings. Get one of his six books or all six and his, of them. And his crystal skulls. Right. <laughs> and we have some. We have some of those too. All right, we'll see you all next Thank time. Thank you, Josh. Thanks. We'd like to share a story. While it may sound fictional, it's very real and happening right now in front of our very eyes. It's called The Great Awakening. Our sisters and brothers that come on Spiritually Raw are doing everything to help expand global consciousness, and in many cases, putting everything on the line to share their messages about what's happening around the world for the greater good of humanity. We are living in the most unbelievable times. Some may even say biblical, scary for many and yet exhilarating for others. Together we are taking part in getting everyone acclimated to the great awakening process and the exciting new discoveries that lie ahead. The sad part is many of our amazing guests are being heavily censored, socially shamed and outright banned on many platforms for exposing the truth and piercing the veil. By becoming a viewer, you bring your powerful energy towards this global movement of other truth seekers. If you're resonating with our show, please let us know by hitting the like button, sharing, subscribing, turn on the notification, and leave some comments. Together, we will turn the universal key to global harmony and create a unified world. And remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Thanks and God bless patriots worldwide. Hi, everybody. April and Jay here from Spiritually Raw. Welcome to Spiritually Raw Secrets to Broadcasting Riches. Now, uh, you're probably wondering, why did you guys put this course together? Well, this is truly a compilation of all of our experiences, our ups, our downs, our pitfalls, what's worked, what hasn't worked over the past 10 years. And the number one question that we continually get literally to this day is, how are you guys making money broadcasting. So we figured we'd put together a course because there's no better time than right now for everyone to get off the bleachers and start speaking to help raise the vibration of the planet. So we put together a course that is so easy to follow, but not only is it very easy to follow and it's, and it's our experiences, but in the course, you're going to meet six other people, no, actually 10 other people that took it along with us. They are are in the journey, you're going to, you're going to hear about their wins, their losses, their successes, their pitfalls, and what's preventing them or has prevented them from making money in the media world. So in addition to that, we also understand the fact that we, and we wanted to bring this element to the secrets to broadcasting, which is to you. So for those of you who are very serious about saying, okay, I need to give this a go. I got a voice out there. It's time for me to let that voice loose and share my truth with people. And you also need to know, okay, well, how do I do this so I can support my family? Family and make a business out of this, right? So we also tie in the spiritual aspect of it. So in the course, you will learn the specific steps that April and I use to that we connect with at a divine level to get that inspiration that really fuels us on a day-to-day -day basis that really gives us the creativity we need, that gives us the direction we need, and really also taps us into our future selves to give us the roadmap so we know that we know with predictability what the outcome of these are going to look like. And you will get that same essence and same feeling as we go through this together. Now, this course is for everyone. If you're a beginner and you have absolutely no idea where to start, or you've been at it, it could be for months or years, and you're not just, you're not feel like you're not gaining any financial traction. The easiest way to get to where you want to be is find people or a mentor or experts in the area that you are looking to become an expert in and model what they're doing and model what they've done in the past. And this is exactly verbatim 
what we have done in this master course. We've done this for 10 years. We've taken a lot of that out of the way for you. So you don't have to go through that same uh, journey that we have. Okay. You can just go right there, pass, go collect your 200 bucks and hopefully a lot more out of it. Cut out all (laughs) the fat and everything that comes along with it. This is a really great time right now. We need people out there. We need people out there that are expressing their voices, because as you know, this is what your truth is, what will raise the vibration of the planet. And if we can collectively raise this vibration together, we are going to manifest everything that we're hearing out there. And so do your part. If this is on, if this is on your radar right now to have your own show, to continue your own show and really give it a blast off, take this course. You really want to take this course because it will give you every specific step that you need. And if you like our style, which you know, you probably (laughs) are right now, because you're watching it and much love and thank you for that. Then just we're sharing everything with you. We're putting it all out there for you. So click on the link below. You know what though? Yeah. Don't take our word for it. Forget about everything we just said. (laughs) All you have to do is go down and watch all the testimonials of the people that have already taken the course and then make your own decision from there. Yeah. All you have to do is watch the testimonials, click the link and away you go.